0: What's up everybody Joseph back with another episode of DFW Creatives where I shine a spotlight on Dallas-Fort Worth creatives I find inspiring. My special guest today is Eric Hansen. Eric is an amazing painter. You've probably seen his work all over DFW in places like West Elm and Pottery Barn and you can buy some of his work now in Dallas at the Dallas World Aquarium and in Fort Worth at the Kimball Art Museum and the Longhorn General Store in the Stockyards. To rewind the clock a little bit, I first knew of Eric Hansen's work from the Flying Horse Cafe in downtown Dallas. It's a, one of my favorite coffee shops that I, you would frequently go to. And I remember seeing Eric's work featured on the walls while waiting at coffee, and his work really caught my eye. All the paintings were landmarks and buildings of Dallas, such as Reunion Tower, the Majestic Theater, Big Tex from the State Fair, Just beautiful, beautiful work covering the walls of one of my favorite coffee shops. As you know, I'm somebody who likes to connect with artists, so I got his business card and I reached out to him. When we chatted, he was actually very kind and and wanted to meet me. So we met up at one of his Pottery Barn events. He showed me how he paints and some of the things that he was working on and some of the paintings that he has done over the years. Lots of commission work, such as people's pets, people's homes along with a bunch of landmarks and buildings from Dallas-Fort Worth. Eric has a very unique style of painting. It's a mixture of abstract meets impressionism, in the sense that you always know what the painting is of, but how he abstractly paints via brushstrokes and movement. Gives the viewer, like me, something that's uh, enticing, relatable, uh, but yet relaxing and uh, a little bit emotional, because me, like others who have lived in Dallas-Fort Worth, We love our home, we love all these landmarks, and we love all these buildings that Eric has so elegantly painted. Since then, we've become pretty good friends. So I'm very excited to have Eric on the podcast today. We're actually doing this podcast via Zoom, so please forgive the quality. Hey, Eric. Hey, thanks for coming on, man.
1: Hi, Joseph. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, happy to have you, man. i been seeing uh, everything you've been putting out here the last year and a half since I think we physically connected with each other and saw each other in person 2020 yeah. what a weird year huh mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i've been loving everything you're doing so far and you just keep growing your audience and you keep uh expanding uh all the things that you can do and uh man i'm just super stoked to talk with you and uh share uh, with your story with our listeners so thanks for coming yeah. on man so uh, I want to get right into uh, the basic, you know, where you grew up and uh, and how you got into uh, doing all the amazing art you've got into uh, these past few years.
1: All right. Well, uh, I was born around the D.C. area. I moved to Richardson, Texas, just north of Dallas, in 1977, and I've uh, been in the Dallas area uh, pretty much all of my life since '77. And I have, I've always drawn, I've always been kind of artistic, but uh, always a bit inhibited. Um, uh, I also had a little case of being both, uh, what is it, uh, superiority complex and inferiority complex at the same time. So they kind of weird, made a weird thing uh, for, my, for my life. <laughs> um, I always felt I was good at art, but um, not good enough somehow. I don't know, I don't, I don't know exactly what's playing around there, but uh, <clears throat> I, ne- I was really um, inhibited from putting my art out there. And uh, I did, when Roger Rabbit came out, I realized you could make a living doing art and was planning on doing animation for a while. And um, that's, that's when I first realized, that was in 88. Um, that's when I first realized, oh, maybe I could do art for a living.
0: Oh yeah, I remember Roger Rabbit. That was a, kind of a breakthrough in animation, and every girl dresses up as Jessica Rabbit for Halloween. So yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was uh, it was very. It still holds up today. It's pretty, pretty well done. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, I looked at doing animation for a while, and um, right out of high school, <clears throat> I got a I got a job painting cells for a cartoon that really nobody's ever heard of, but um, uh i got screen credits on that and then a couple of years later i this uh, there's a guy in town his name his name was tex henson he was jim henson's uncle and he used to be an animator for disney and bullwinkle and maybe some others but uh, he was trying to start a new company in town and uh me and a, a friend of mine went to go try to work for him for free just to try to start it up it didn't really go anywhere but um uh, it was it was interesting. I I learned some stuff from there, but one of the things I learned was I'm not nearly fast enough to be a good animator. So, after three years of planning to be an animator, I just pretty much flushed that down the toilet. So, I uh, went to college to do uh, graphic design. I was going to be like in advertising and stuff like that. And right after I got out, that's when the World Wide Web started becoming popular, and I started doing uh, uh, graphics. Uh, just web graphics and right about that same time in 1995 some friends of mine asked me if they'd paint a mural on their baby wall and i told them well I don't, I don't know how to do that and they said oh yeah we know but we want you to do it anyway so i've probably painted about 50 or 60 murals since 1995 because of because of that and um but i was uh all my, i'm sorry go ahead i
0: was gonna say that's pretty impressive i remember reading that in your bio and uh you know, I've, I've always kind of been following you uh, since we met a few years ago. Yeah. And I see your work, but I always see it in small form. Uh, you're oh, yeah, painting, yeah. which you're actually painting right now. That's that's some of the
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I can hear like some of the paint canisters and stuff opening up. <laughs> and so you're you're just a machine. But I didn't know about the murals. What, what was the first mural that you did?
1: Uh, it's actually on my Instagram page. If you scroll down. You can see it's uh, it was Mickey and Minnie Mouse playing the piano. Oh, okay. And,
0: it was a retro, like the black and white.
1: Yes, with the pie slides cut out of their eyes.
0: Nice. Yeah. W- uh,
1: where's that mural at? Well, it's it's long gone. I'm sure because they moved like oh. two years later. And that okay. I did a lot of residential murals, and you know, after several years, they get painted over. The people move, things like that. Um, that's just that's just the nature of it, and uh, and also several of my paintings uh, mur- murals. Like, I didn't have a photograph of that Mickey Minnie, but I mentioned it to the client about a year ago, and she emailed it to me. But, um, you know, this is before digital cameras, and I've lost so many of my photos for the last, you know, well, ever since before, say, 10 years ago. <laughs> so I don't have photos of a lot of my girls. I have, I have a few of the ones I really like, but a lot of them I just lost. Oh, so, bummer. Yeah, well, I bet you a
0: quick uh, look on the Instagram or uh, the web, you might find some of them, but uh, or clients but that's still yeah. really impressive uh, 40 murals. You said
1: Well, I think by now, it's probably 50 or 60. I really don't know. I, okay. I quit a long time ago. So. And then do, you, uh, do you enjoy doing
0: the murals over uh, the smaller paintings and uh, yeah, other things that you do now.
1: It depends. Uh, Some of it depends on how much I'm getting paid for. It it helps me like it, more or less. Um, I find it relaxing. Um, I'm comfortable doing it. Um, My favorite part about painting at all is having the end result. I like the end result better than I actually like doing the painting, and that's true on canvas or uh, murals. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm all right doing it.
0: well, you say the end results. You do uh, a lot of um, photo to painting uh, yeah. renders or whatever. Uh, you Is that what you mean? Or just the feeling of, of you know, you got it done and yeah, you're just, very just proud have, of yourself?
1: Just having it done. I want a certain look. I want a certain effect or whatever. I want a certain impression. And that's what I like best. I like that more than actual doing the work. but. You know, a lot of people think I, I paint to relax. I'm like, no, I paint because I have to. I hate paint because if I don't, I won't get the results. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, like, uh, really passionate about painting. I just really like getting the results, and that's how I have to do it. It's kind of like I really like having a clean house, but I don't really like cleaning. But to Hell, get a clean yeah. house, I clean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, th- I think it's a guy thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But... Um, uh do you uh, do you commonly work uh, with your uh, with a, um, a visual aid when you you do a lot of uh, recreations of uh, landmarks and, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, areas around the city, do you from imagination or recollection, visual memory, uh-huh. or do you actually use uh, an, a particular images or do yeah. you use like a collage of things, uh, you know, uh-huh. in kind of like a a visual board or vision board?
1: Yeah, so what I'll do is, um, well, I used to early on, I'd just go out to the park, like Clyde Warren Park, and paint. In fact, I posted one of those yesterday. It was at the Hunt Tower. Um, you know that one, right? The, yeah, yeah. Okay. I figured you know I, I, all the- I, I- I
0: call, I call it the PC tower. It, it kind of reminds me of an old PC. Just oh my gosh. Yeah, I will
1: too because you're right. That's exactly what it looks like.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, just, just if you ever like, uh, if you ever paint it again, just draw that the shape of the Hunt building. We're talking about the Hunt building that is uh, next to Clyde Warren Park. Yes. It has that kind of um, uh, hourglass kind of uh, light visual
1: yeah, it's visualization
0: got on the front
1: yeah
0: and it has that curvature front that sticks out, yeah. but the rest of it's just kind of rectangular you
1: and uh, i
0: yeah, yeah put an intel logo on it and just paint it all beige <laughs> <laughs> <Very> <laughs> like idea. Throw, throw back to the the nineties or something like that those p c towers but yeah that's i, I know that uh, so, it's a really cool building though yeah. I mean all teasing aside
1: so I painted I've, I came across a painting I did of that yesterday, and it was before I went out on my own. It was before I had my look down and everything, and I just went out to the park and painted it uh, and just looked at it. But most of the time, I can't do that. You know, the best angle is like from a parking garage or from the middle of the street or something like that, and so I go out and take reference photos and then I use those. and I'll lay everything out on my computer rather than rather than just having it on paper um, because I can. It's, it's easier to use on the computer, you know? So I'll, I'll have all my files stored there, all my photos and things like that. I'll, I'll lay it out there. And then I'll use, I'll, I'll put it to my phone and use that for color reference. And, you know, I play fast and loose with the colors, but sometimes you got to stick with it just so people know what you're trying to paint. Um, but yeah, uh, I mostly work from photographs, especially with like this dog portrait I'm painting right now. It's, they sent me photographs. I, I'll probably never meet the dog. Um, some of them, the dog's, you know, long gone or lives in another state. Um, so yeah, I just have the client send me photos and I just work from those.
0: Yeah. Do you find it better to work from a, uh, from a photo than being actually out or, uh, I know you said you prefer photos, but do you, yeah. do you feel like you get, uh, uh, better peace of mind and from doing the actual photo and you just feel more comfortable?
1: Yeah, um, the thing about mine is I want um, the, the first thing I want out of my paintings, since they are known things, uh, in other words, it's not abstract, um, and it's not just a building, it's a specific building, is that I want to make sure that the, the audience can read exactly, they know exactly what I'm trying to do, because if I paint you know, a loose reunion tower, and people don't know it's the reunion tower, well, then, you know, then the painting's no good, because it was supposed to be a reunion tower, and it needs to read that way, so I, but I paint fairly loosely, but I need to have a a good structure underneath it, Um, and then I decide which parts uh, need to maintain that structure, and which I can just kind of go nuts with. Uh, That goes with the, the, physical structure as along with the color structure. Cause there's some things that are so iconic. I can just go completely nuts with the color and nobody's going to care. There are other things that if you don't use the right color, people aren't going to recognize what it is. Um, right. Right. I've done that, when people have me paint their house, like a paint picture of their house, I learned early on, make sure you get that color really close because, uh, other than that, they'll say, well, it's, it's a nice looking painting, but it doesn't look like our house. Because I, I played fast and loose with the colors. Like, ah, I gotta. I gotta <laughs> it.
0: It is your house. If you uh, if it was polka dotted, you know.
1: That's right. I'm <laughs> paint your house if it looks closer to my painting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, well, uh, yeah. I prefer a structure. A good. Good. Solid structure underneath.
0: Okay. Do you do you go out and take uh, like uh, the photos that you use for painting, or do you scour on the web, or
1: does the client normally? It's mostly me with the landmarks. Uh, I'll go out and get an angle I like. Sometimes, like I did, uh, what is it, Jones Field in, uh, in the Lubbock. They wanted me to do a painting of that, and um, I needed it to be kind of almost an aerial shot. Well, I was thinking about driving all the way out there, but that's a six-hour drive there and another back. And then I realized, well, even if I can get to the stadium, I'm never going to get floating above it. So what I did is I went on uh, Google Maps and found a 3D rendering of it, and used that as my model. And then I oh, used okay. other I used other photographs for the details because I I've never been out there before. So yeah, I got the the basic structure off of Google Maps, uh, um, and then they the client had sent me photographs of you know the sunset they want in the background and what's going on in the field and stuff like that. And, you know, I I did a lot of manipulation to it because straight from Google Maps was not going to work. Uh, but it gave me an idea of how things look at a, like an aerial angle. So that's, I've done that's things pretty like resourceful. Well, yeah, I, I had to be because I needed, at the time, I was like, I really need this job. Um, <laughs> I know it is. I,
0: I, I'm a big uh, user of Google Maps and Google Street yeah. Views. Whenever hey, people yeah. are like, oh, we want this and this. And I'm just like. If they've got a 3D model, I'll just scream, cap it, send it right back in the conversation. They're like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's really cool.
1: I've also done things where, uh, like, oh, we want, there's a chain of hotels. or some guy who had, like, eight hotels around DFW, and he wanted paintings of all of them. I needed reference photos for all of them. So there's another site you can go to that uh, tells you where the sun's going to be on any particular time, on any particular day. And so I set my route, my driving route, based on uh, where the sun was gonna be in a favorable angle for all of my uh, all of my subjects. So I didn't have to get there and realize that it's backlit, um, things like that. And that was really helpful too. And that, that saves me so much time.
0: Yeah, I bet. Uh, I mean, I use, like I said, I use pretty much uh, Uh, Apple Maps or Google Maps. I really love using the 3D portions of it, especially to get an idea if I haven't been in that area and uh, I don't really know where the angles are at or if I can get on a rooftop or, you know, if I can get a drone in there, but it definitely gives me a a point of reference where I can go, okay, I can do this or I can visualize it enough to do that. So that's cool. That's cool. We're Mm -hmm. on the same page here, man.
1: Yeah, there's a. Uh, there's some I do okay. okay.
0: But uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, you you've already dropped a couple of places, and uh, I threw out a couple of places that uh, that I knew that I've seen your work, and you're, you're, you've really uh, you've really accomplished a lot in the last few years yeah. of just uh, having everybody in Dallas and uh, around the Metroplex really uh, finding your work and knowing. Uh, uh, where to, where to see it. And, uh, and you know, it's very impressive what you've done, uh, from gift shops to murals, uh, to actually, like you said, you're doing a dog right now, (laughs) you're painting a dog right now. Uh, and you do real estate, you do everything, man. You're just a machine and, uh, your audience is growing more and more. Uh, we talked about like some of the, the, you started off doing some murals and you know, of course your first mural with Minnie and Nikki, but of all these things, what, what is the, what is the best project or the coolest project you think you've worked on in the past few years?
1: Oh boy. Let's see. Well, I always like doing the big tech setup, just cause it's a, it's just a cool environment. Um, Oh so, yeah,
0: you were out there this year, right?
1: Yeah, I had th- th- this year was a fun year for me. Uh, so about three, or four, about four or five years ago, I found out that they set up big techs a week before the fair starts, and so I thought I'm going to go out there and just watch, just watch them set up. So I guess it was four years ago. I went out there and thinking nothing. It's not going to be a big deal, just the crane operators and that's it. But there was like you know 100, 200 people hanging around, like first thing in the morning, and. And big Tex is a big deal, man. Yeah, and there were news crews, and I thought, I know what I'm doing next year. This is four years ago. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up here next year with my easel and my canvas and my paints, and I'm going to do a live painting of Big Tex. And I'm just going to show up uninvited, and if they ask me to leave, I'll leave. But, you know, anyway, it turns out they loved having me there. And so this year was going to be my third year doing it, but it was kind of crazy, so i found out through my uh sneaking around and and, uh and uh you know what detective work when they were gonna set up big text this year because they weren't announcing it they didn't want anybody out there
0: Um, i don't think they were gonna open originally
1: they weren't right right so i was gonna just give it up because there was nothing there to do but when i found out due to covid yeah so when i found out about it I was like all right i'm just gonna show up there and because nobody knows when it is, I'll be the only one out there. But maybe the news crews or whatever. I just want to be consistent. So, uh, but they—they they, um, one of the guys there, uh, actually a couple of people there, uh, set it up where I could come in with the press. So they weren't letting anybody else in, but they let me in, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And so while I was there, the people setting up big text found a little nick on his hand, and so they asked me to paint him. So I got to just do a little touch. I mean, it's just a little thing, but it, it made for a good photo. Um, and then the news people came by, and I got I got on the news twice, so that was kind of cool. Hey, yeah. So yeah, you've been on the news a couple of times too, haven't you? Well, uh, not
0: well. I, I well, they did a store on me actually yeah, yeah. physically a couple of years ago, and they was supposed to be. Was it NBC5? I think yeah, it was NBC5. They followed me around and. I, was supposed, I did one for Channel 8 as well, and they followed me around, but that one never aired, because the yeah, uh, the, re- the reporter left. He, uh, oh, no. he, he, yeah, he transferred to another city, so that one never happened. But anyways, yeah, I, uh, you know, I love what I do, and I connect with a lot of people, and, sure. uh, you know, the, some of those people happen to be news people, just kind of like you, man. You're just doing what you love, and, uh, you know, people gravitate towards you, so, but... Uh, I'm proud of you know of the things that's happened to me, and it's uh, super super awesome that all that stuff's happened to you, and much well deserved, man. So you you, you work really hard, and you love what you do, and it shows. So
1: thank you.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, but you you uh, you've actually been on you know TV TV a few times, and uh, you know, I, and that's helped you build your audience and grow. And like I said you do this full time for a living, and yeah, you know, yeah. this. Stuff like that really helps us, you know. Out, mm-hmm, yeah. You know, artists need all the help we can get sometimes, you know. Yep, yep. Um, but that's cool, man. I I remember the uh, I actually remember the big text ones. Uh, I remember the ones from last year; they did really well. And I remember seeing uh, briefly a couple weeks ago the the mm-hmm. new ones, and they looked awesome.
1: Thank you. So, yeah, I think uh, I put mask this year.
0: You got in the uh, yeah yeah. They put a mask on big text.
1: He still talks just as loud as ever.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. He didn't mumble or muffle or anything.
0: Oh, no. I love his sayings, though, this year, though. Um, I was there a week ago and uh, to get a – they put me on a rooftop every year to snap some angles of him. Yeah. And uh, I normally go after the sunset just because it's more dramatic. And then people. But this time they were like, oh, we're only open for these times uh, during the day. So just do what you can. And so I snapped him, but he's still, you know, talking super loud with the mask on uh-huh. and he's, you know, I'll see you bright and early and maskless next year. Sure. Yeah, but I, but I love it. So the big techs yeah. uh, and the state fair is a big, big, uh, uh, big thing, man. So congrats
1: on all yeah. that. I did a mural for them last year. Um, I didn't see it this year, but I wouldn't, also wouldn't looking for it. They may have moved it. It was, I was on the side of a, uh, the, the first aid building, and I'd, I got turned around when I was driving through it on Saturday, and I may have just passed it and didn't even notice it, but that was kind of fun to do. Although, <laughs> I decided earlier in the year that I really didn't want to do a mural in August just because an outdoor mural in August could to be too hot, and sure enough, that's when they called me up. They wanted me to do it in August. But it actually oh, turned out. No. Yeah, it actually turned out, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was, I just timed it right where, you know, I was underneath the shade tree for a long time and, and, um, I didn't have, it, I was hot, but I wasn't miserable hot. And it was, you know, just being out in the fair park, it's just such a nice area. So that's one of the ones I really enjoyed doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Was,
0: beautiful I was, spot. I know. Oh, I, what's the biggest mirror you've done?
1: Um, probably that one. Um, and th- that one can, was that one. I don't one? remember. Um, I can look it up here real quick. But um, now that was on the side of a. Uh, I Second, I look it up. I might not be, might not be ready. Um, it was on the side of the um, clinic, the first aid building, in um, at Fair Park. Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. It might take me a little longer than I thought. Um, I, would, I think it's about 11 feet high and 34 feet long, I think.
0: Oh yeah, that's, that's still really big.
1: Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good size. Well, um,
0: when, you, when you go to paint murals, do you, uh, do you use kind of like the, uh, the grid where you create a grid uh, and you know, paint their sections, or do you just go at it? You start building um, the borders kind of like a puzzle and then start working your way inwards. How, how do you how do you go about painting a mural? What's the process?
1: Well, the way I used to do it uh, was I would use a projector and ah, okay. uh, now one the, like the third mural I ever did was the Beatles Abbey Road and I couldn't do a projector on it. I just there. It just didn't work. There wasn't enough space between the wall and the next wall, I couldn't back up the projector enough. I don't remember exactly how I did that. I think, I think what I, oh, I don't know what I did. This is, this is a 97, so it's been a while. That was 23 years ago. But I remember what I did now. I measured out the wall, and it was a weird wall. It was like, I don't know how to describe it, but it was it was a second-story wall that you'd view from the first floor of the living room, and you just couldn't, there's only make, maybe a six-foot gap between that wall and the next wall. So you couldn't back up a projector. So what I did is I measured the wall, and then um, I got a bunch of butcher paper, and went elsewhere and projected my mural onto the butcher paper. And then when it came time to paint the mural, I just brought that butcher paper with me, taped it on the wall, and then uh, graphite uh, did a you know graphite uh, carbon paper below it just to get the basic you know the layout, and then I just freehanded it from there. But um, April last year. I did a painting, a mural, and I used the grid method. And I had never used the grid method before. And some, some point in junior high, I, I got an aversion to the grid method. I don't remember why, but I just refused to use it. But last year in April, I couldn't use a projector. And I thought, oh, it was on brick. And so that kind of made the grid method a little easier, because not only was I using grids, but I could also count bricks. Um, so that, that grid method turned out so well uh, that I, I use that on the big text, uh, the state fair mural last year too. And, um, what I would do is for the big things that don't really matter. Like it was in a it was big techs in a pumpkin patch and there was a barn and some hills in the background and nothing needs to be too terribly precise. And I would use like uh, my grid was like two feet by two feet. Every, every square was. But then when i got to his face it needed to be more precise so i would do like a three inch by three inch grid on his face and uh i was pretty happy with it i like the way it turned out all right
0: yeah yeah i think i remember that one too uh, Big big and pumpkins
1: yeah yeah was actually a buddy of mine he, uh, i needed someone who was actually kind of built like big tex uh, well uh, this guy has you know his he's not missing his shins like our big takes, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> you know, the guy is the guy's, you know, he's a good, you know, he's in shape and all that. And, um, so I had him, had him, come over and I, he, big Tex are supposed to be holding a backpack and, um, I, I'm sorry, he's supposed to be holding a pumpkin, but I gave my friend a backpack to hold. And so, uh, but yeah. I, what like I, at
0: arm's length or do you, are you, cause normally he's got kind of a at arm's length. He's kind of welcome healing.
1: Graham, yeah, I mean, or is he
0: you bringing him close
1: and he's holding the pumpkin I, I made him a real human i made big oh picture. okay so it, yeah so actually if you go on instagram uh, on my page it's like one two three four five six it's the seventh picture down right now um and it shows the progress of what i did this was, let's see this was posted on september sixth. so for people listening in the future uh look on my okay instagram.
0: oh Oh yeah, I see it. Oh, that turned out really well
1: and so yeah, I actually painted his face in the dark because I really I, yeah, I painted it uh, and I was really unhappy with it, but I had my I had my name on the mural for in case anybody drove by uh, they could you know hit me up or whatever and had my name on it, and I thought, okay this it's nighttime. nobody's gonna come by, but on the off chance that anyone sees this and sees my name attached to it. This face looks terrible. I cannot leave this like this. And so I, I painted it in the dark and then got it good enough that I thought, okay, this will be fine. I'll fix it tomorrow morning. And then I got there the next morning. I'm like, yeah, that's good. I'm going to keep it. So I actually painted the whole face in the dark, which I was pretty happy with. Uh, but that, that was probably my favorite part. It's just not actually doing that painting in the dark, but that it turned out well. Yeah, it turned out really good. Yeah, I think my favorite it's, uh, is shirt, yeah. Well, yeah,
0: you uh Well, yeah, you have a lot of fans and uh, they loved it. So, I mean, do you, uh, are you loving all the uh, reception that you're getting, you know, over, you know, the months to years? Are you, uh, are you enjoying it? Are you, uh, are attracting a lot? It looks like you're attracting a lot of really great people, you know, like me. Uh, That are kind of sharing their own personal stories. Yeah. But are are you uh, are you really enjoying you know all these people that are coming and sharing their stories with you? What do you get out of that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do, and uh, I love I love like because I do a lot of live painting like at Pottery Barn or with Stone or whatever. And something I really like is that people will talk to me about you know and I tell them my story whatever. And when they're when they're done, they'll say you know I haven't painted in years. I'm going to start painting now.
0: And really,
1: that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I love hearing that. Uh, even if they end up being a competitor, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I, I love it. And uh, you know, uh, something else. I remember five years ago when I started. I thought, you know, what i want to be prolific enough where strangers will recognize me. I want to I want to do that. But you know, I figured it'd take about ten years for that. And I started painting and posting a photo to. Facebook, like every day, uh, a, a painting, a new painting every day, and a month later, I had two people in downtown Dallas, rec- strangers, rec- recognize me. I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> I thought it was gonna take ten years. It took 30 days, and that still happens every now and then. It's pretty cool. I mean, I like that I'm known for that instead of you know something worse. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. you're very consistent, and, uh, you know, I recognize your stuff. If I see uh, somebody share something
1: oh, yeah, on yeah.
0: Facebook or whatever, usually Facebook, right. I go, well, that's Eric's. I know yeah, right I put, away. I
1: put a, of I put a lot you, of work uh, in it.
0: Consistent. You live stream, and you, you're very, very, uh, very social media savvy. So, yeah, except
1: for my, except for my uh, videos, <laughs> streams aren't that, aren't that good, as, as, as we've discovered here. Uh, they're not very reliable. So at some point, I'll need to get that looked into. But uh, uh, I would love to do more of that. You know, live painting on Facebook and stuff.
0: Yeah, you're still out there. I mean, you could always, I guess, uh, plug in a, uh, you know, get yourself a like, little mirrorless or a, a internet ready kind of camera, maybe from yeah, Canon yeah. or Sony or something. and. Just, uh, you know, live stream that that you get the quality quality and the audio, you know, mm-hmm. just live stream it. or you get one of the newest iPhones or Android phones. I mean, their mm-hmm. quality so good. But yeah, but the main thing is you're really just you've been putting yourself out there and it's consistent oh, yeah. consistency yeah. is very, uh, very important, especially for an artist. Uh, to to you know be seen uh, because you miss a lot of people you know if you only do it a couple mm-hmm. times but you're very consistent about that and that's uh that's very impressive do you uh what's what's your work ethic like are you a um, do you set out your schedules daily or weekly uh, what what is the what is the process for for eric I, Hansen
1: i wish i was i want to be so much more disciplined than i am um, my typical arrangement is I, I plan each day and then completely go off the rails every day. Um, yeah, and I get tired and I'll just rest for a little bit and you know way overdo it. It's terrible. I, I would I, I would be so much better off right now if I could just stick to a schedule, but it's just a beating for me. I really, really want. It. I, I have, even have a coach to help me out, which has helped. But um, yeah, it's what it comes down to is whether or not I I do it. You know, the coach can only do so much for me. But uh, yeah, I, I love to have a better work ethic than I do. I just I get worn out.
0: Well, I think you uh, should give yourself some credit because you're you're working almost every day. At least it looks that's the way it looks online. Well,
1: yeah, to some degree, yeah. That's that's uh, I'm doing something every day. Yeah
0: and yeah, you, uh, it, you really commit to it uh, I remember you've done you, you mentioned a, uh, a few minutes ago about Pottery Barn but you've done a lot you've done West Elm and, mm-hmm. and various places and you commit you'll you'll go yeah. not only feature your work but you'll do live paintings when the, within there and you'll spend several hours uh, painting and meeting and greeting people and yeah. I think mean, it goes a long ways and it shows a lot of your character and I think that's why you're building this audience so quickly because you're being That's, very genuine yeah. and committed, my, doing, my perspective.
1: Yeah. yeah, doing the live painting and like, okay, so that started out because I was doing, uh had a little, in fact, the first time you and I met in person was at that Pottery Barn in Fort Worth uh, four years ago. And uh, I, uh, back when I thought you were Joseph Halbert, by the way, Um uh, you corrected me on that <laughs>
0: oh yeah everybody gets my last name over no, there hey duty halbert hey yeah. Halbert. yeah it's it's the but way yeah. it goes I remember that yeah uh you uh, uh you uh you mentioned that uh that uh that potty bard might want to uh show off my work and I was like okay well yeah I'll, I'll go out there and uh yeah, yeah. and I wanted to meet you anyways because I've seen your work and you've always been super uh super kind and uh uh, I you know I just like uh, being inspired by creative people so yeah I remember meeting you out there and you were live painting it, a whole booth set up and I was just yeah, like man all, this guy's got figure it figured out
1: that all started because they, they gave me two weeks to show my work there and I didn't have a whole lot I mean I, I didn't even been did in business for a year full time anyway at that point so I didn't have a lot to show but I had it on display there and. The thing is, my sister lives right down the street, and what I could do is just set up my paintings there and then just leave and hope somebody calls me. But one of the things I I learned early on is make it easy as possible for people to buy from me. Like if I have to knock myself out to make it easy for somebody else, then do it. Well, um, so what happened is I I had. Two weeks there at Pottery Barn, and I'm a full-time artist, so it's not like I had to go to my real job and just leave my paintings there. And I needed to get more work done, need new, new, new Fort Worth paintings. So I thought, well, shoot, I'm just gonna pull up a table here and just start painting. And if they ask me not to, I'll stop. But you know, I just, I'm just gonna get some work done. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm gonna hang around here just in case someone sees my work. I can talk to them. And while I'm hanging around, I might as well get some work and so next thing I know people are walking by I'm like hey is this guy yeah this, this guy's painting over here and um and then I became known as the guy that does a live painting and it, that was just kind of that wasn't my intention and then uh Pottery Barn would call me up and say hey can you do live painting at our place and I you know when I first started that I thought they might ask me to stop and now they want me to and then that I started doing live painting elsewhere and then People would call me up and say, hey, we're having a Christmas party. and We want some entertainment. Can you do live painting? And so two years in a row, I did the big all your house at, a, what's it, at a Arboretum. I did, a, a, I've done, you know, private parties. I've done weddings. And yeah, all, all because I wanted something to do while I was hanging around at Pottery Barn. That's it. That's the only reason.
0: Yeah, that's uh, really cool. And uh, on my perspective of it is um... – uh, well, first of all, I love uh, make I love your phrase that you said uh, before about uh, make it easy as possible for people to that. buy your work. I really like that a lot. Make it easy as possible for people to buy your work. But uh, whenever I, I remember going up there and talking with the manager of Pottery Barn, this is the one out in Fort Worth. Yeah, and uh, they were they were asking if I would stick around. Uh, and yeah. show off my work, and they mention you. They're like, yeah, well, Eric does like these live paintings, and there's such a people gather around him, and uh, it works yeah. so well. We we really like uh, what he did. Can you do that too? And I'm like, uh, how do you do that uh, as a I, Do I just take people's photos? Like, I don't really know. But right. um, mainly, I mean, I chuckled, and I said, I'll say, oh, let's see what I can do. But uh, but mainly, it was that you, you set a uh, you set a trend
1: by doing something
0: like that you started something you awoke the beast if you will but uh yeah that makes so much sense how uh you know you you know start off with just an idea of trying to uh to make something work better and and trying to be you know accessible to people and make things easy to to creating a whole new you know revenue and a a, you know of work and and uh, and I had know. no
1: intention of doing. That.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so. That's super cool, man.
1: But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun and like doing the state fair thing. Well, okay, so a friend of mine is a, a lawyer, and she told me several years ago, and you know, she was she was on her own, and she wasn't working for a big firm or whatever. And you know, that's any any job you do on your own. It's, it's really tough the first few years and, you know, she I don't want to get too much in detail but, you know, it was, it was a tough life for her but something that she always told me was 90% of life is just showing up and most people don't show up. And Ah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you she gotta show up. up. Yeah, she ended up uh, someone, my understanding of how it went down was a, a, there was a lawyer that she knew and sometimes he'd give her the cases that either he didn't want or couldn't take or whatever. And he had a case that he didn't even he didn't want. Was, my understanding was it was just kind of a garbage case, but it would be good for her. So she took it and it, it ended up not being a garbage case after all. And, you know, my thinking of that is she took her own advice and showed up when other people weren't showing up. And well, now, it's, now she doesn't have the hard life anymore. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, just just showing up, and um, you know you, you can you can think that other people are lucky for their for their success or whatever, but really everybody has opportunities if, if you show up, and um, you know luck, lucky would be if I'm sitting on the sofa doing nothing for ten years, and all of a sudden I have a successful art career. That would be really really lucky but that's not what happens what happens is you show up and do stuff and and more opportunities show up and then you show up for those and more opportunities show up and yeah so that advice that she gave me years ago has just been so helpful i don't do it enough but you know i think the extent i've done it has really paid off
0: yeah it's it's definitely in my perspective again I, i believe that it's actually paid off quite a bit uh yeah. I mean, just hearing your feedback, and then of course, I, I see the response. I, I follow you on Facebook, and yeah, your yeah. stuff comes up pretty, uh, pretty commonly. You're one of the few people that actually shows, the uh, few friends that show up on Facebook with the oh, yeah. with, with a weird algorithm of pushing ads. You're like right. the one yeah. human I see, but you get a lot of feedback and uh, likes or whatever, and uh, people, are, people have definitely responded to, uh, to you actually showing up. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for years, and I, I, I just realized this recently when I see other artists, but they don't want to promote themselves because it feels like they're bragging, it feels like they're being arrogant, and I understand that. I, I think for years, I didn't want to do that either, because it seems arrogant. But what I just realized is that's not what promoting myself means. By promoting myself, is just making people, letting people know I exist. That's it. That's putting my artwork out there. Not saying it's good. Not saying it's great. Not, nothing. Just putting it out there, and because without that, nobody's going to know I exist at all. Now, maybe not everyone likes it. Maybe nobody likes it. But the fact that I'm just putting it out there is itself a promotion, and not a matter of bragging or being arrogant. And I just now realized that in the last couple of weeks, I wonder how many artists don't do any promotion at all because all they can think of is that they're going to be you know, arrogant jerks, and I, I would like to dispel that uh, that connotation of promoting oneself. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way. It can just be showing up.
0: Yeah, uh, and I totally agree with that. Uh, you just, you know, you got to show up. And as far as an artist goes, I, I, I kind of gotten that from other people. I was, uh, I came from, you know, graphic design and art director yeah. and a lot of what I could design was based around what I could sell uh-huh. uh, when things, when things would slow down, you know, when I had the full-time job, I would, uh, I would build stuff. Uh, and then also your, my job also uh, treated me and, and or, um conditioned me in a way too, that you uh, you uh, you know, people come in for a logo. Well, they're going to do stuff with that logo. So sell them the designs and things like that for the yeah, business yeah. cards and stationery. And yeah. the vehicle graphics so you start building on that but I've had that luxury of being you know brought up and, and trained and, and thinking that way but a lot of artists don't
1: right they, yeah. uh,
0: they're, they're scared to to put themselves out there or you know they they don't want to devalue their work or mm-hmm. they have many reasons but uh, you and I don't have that problem that's why we're like well, awesome. just, <laughs> I just but, well you've you know. been uh, for a long time uh, since the
1: 90s, yeah, yeah, um, and back then I didn't have a consistent style. Someone wants Mickey Mouse, someone wants the Beatles to get Beetle Beatles whatever, and so you couldn't ever look at my murals and say, oh, Eric Hansen did that, and um, that was one of the things I was inhibited about. I didn't know what to paint because, oh, I paint what I want. It's going to be stupid. In fact, the only reason I – didn't, I didn't plan on my Dallas landmarks being a thing. I just painted Dallas landmarks because I wanted to. And then I'd put it out on Facebook. Oh, is that for sale? Well, oh, it is now. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I was. I used to be a lot more inhibited than I am now, uh, because I thought it was going to look stupid or something like that. And maybe I still do, but now I don't care. So.
0: Well, confidence comes with you know. Uh, I know definitely a lot of my confidence uh, came from the response from the the yeah. clients that I was working with. That feedback is really. And it's 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 always hard until you get kind of, you know, a nerve wracking and nail biting until you kind of get used to it. But the more you do it, the more uh, for me, it sounds like you, your confidence builds. And I always sure. recommend that to artists to just put you out there and let it be where it be. You're going to get good and bad, but you're going to the good will always be you always get more good. And that good being is you're going to build your confidence.
1: Yeah. So, you know, something else I've realized in the last year or so is – okay, when I started – you probably know my splatter paintings from when I started doing those about uh, eight or nine years ago. You know the splatter paintings?
0: Yeah, yeah. You have a whole section on your on your website. Yeah.
1: On- so I did that, just – I wanted to try something new. I didn't know if it was going to go over or not, and it ended up going over fairly well. The The Dallas landmarks, there was no doubt in my mind that – I mean, that I, I had – no intention of having that be my business. None at all. Uh, because who would want Dallas landmarks painted? I mean, that's just a me thing. That's only, that's something only Eric wants. Um, well, I'd post them on Facebook and people would want them. Well, something I've I've since realized is that if I, no matter what, no matter who I am, I'm an artist or whatever. If I like my work, I'm not that unique. There's got to be, you know, thousands of other people who are like it too. No matter how weird your stuff is, no matter how crazy, no matter what style it is, if you like it, there are going to be other people who like it. And you just got to find that people, those people, you know, put it out in in the audience and see who responds. And then you can narrow down your audience after a while. But nobody's art is going to be so unique to them that nobody else is going to want it. You, no matter who you are, you can find other people who like it. And I, I just thought that was a neat. Uh, and, uh, in my mind, it's a reality. Uh, to to know. To to me, that that helps get past the oh, nobody's gonna like it. I'm gonna look stupid. Well, yeah, maybe 90% of the people think you look stupid, but they're not your customers. You don't need to worry about them. Just you know, worry about the people who, who do like it, and then cater to them because you have a similar mindset. And I really like that approach to, you know, I I haven't introduced, I'm I'm working on some other ideas, but, uh, I'm, I just hadn't gotten around to completing them yet, but now it's not a matter of, Oh, is anybody going to like it? I know somebody's going to like it. And so my inhibition is not as uh, nearly as, uh, imprisoning as it was when I was younger, because I realized other people like what I like, you know, and, that's true for anybody
0: Yeah, I it's definitely true for me. Yeah. Uh yeah, just you got to put yourself out there, man, and you definitely have. And uh on the Dallas and of course you uh Fort Worth, San Antonio, yeah. Austin, Chicago. And of course you do your you do animals and other things. But uh, yeah, I could have told you like the the city stuff works for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean people people are very proud of their home there's a whole market for for photos and art and uh you know people uh, are very proud of where they live yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they'd like to show it off uh, and they want to show it off you know hopefully the most unique way as possible uh and you sure. do that man yeah your work i know it's an error hansen when i see it so <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any uh, anything coming up? I know you just did the state fair stuff, but do you have anything coming up for the fall? Uh, are you going to be, uh, you're already in a bunch of gift shops, but uh, yeah. are you going to have, you know, uh, replenish with new work in the gift shops? Uh, where can people
1: uh, fi- mm-hmm. find and buy your work? Well, let's see. I, I'm met the, uh, the, I have a few, few, like, stationary things like that at the Kimball Art Museum. Uh, I have some at the, Fort Worth Stockyards in the uh, Longhorn General Store. They sell my postcards and my uh, my coffee mugs. Uh, the Dallas World Aquarium sells my note cards. That's all I can think of right now. I don't. Uh, there may be some other places that carry, but they're not as don't carry as much. Um, then, yeah, I'm not scheduled anywhere right now. For the uh, that reminds me, I need to <laughs> need to look into that. I keep on well, yeah, that. it's, it's been about.
0: a it's been a really weird weird year. I mean, yeah. for, for everybody. So I I can't say I blame you, but um, or blame you know that that. Well, uh, yeah. So you'll be in a, You already have some stuff in a so few gift shops now, and of course the holidays will be rolling around here. Uh, yeah. You'll probably you and me will probably start pushing it here in November or so to December. Yeah. I'm sure there will be a lot of uh, exciting stuff ahead for you. Do you have any uh, um, ambitions or or uh, projects you would love to do in the future? People you maybe work yeah. for, or you you know?
1: Yeah, I, there's a couple of clients I want to work for. One of them I can't mention right now because I'm in the middle of talking with them, and they would be a the, good feather in my cap. Really oh, you can busy. tell. You can tell us. Oh, just keep it, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I would love to, um, but, uh, yeah, I gotta, I still gotta, yeah, I understand. <laughs> my coach and then them. But yeah, it was, uh, I was in a famous CEO's office last Monday and I was very happy about that. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. There's, there's that. I, and the thing is I've been trying to get this one for like two years. So it's finally coming up uh, No, I just don't want to blow it anyway. <laughs> um, but when I do get it, everyone will know about it. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm doing the trolley, the, the McKinney Avenue trolley. Um, I did something, I've, I've been wanting to do something for them for like five or six years. And just, Wait, didn't
0: didn't you, uh, you already did a whole series of postcards. Yeah, it it yeah. was early, early this year for the McKinney, Annie, Tr- McKinney Avenue trolley. McKinney yeah, Avenue, uh-huh. Avenue trolleys, that's a, oh, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> and those looked really, really great. That was a yeah. that was a pretty good opportunity for you, and they turned out but, really great.
1: Yeah, that was that was one. Thank you. Uh, that was one where I've been wanting to do work like work for them for a while, like six or seven years. Even even before I was doing the Dallas Landmarks, I wanted to do something for the trolley. Um, so I realized their uh, actually their thirtieth birthday was. Last year, but I missed that. So the 31st birthday was coming up, and I thought, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll hit him up, and and they'll give him something to um, to hand out to their passengers on their birthday, which I think was in July. So I hit him up in March, and I just offered to do. I was like, I'll I'll do one painting for each car. That's seven seven paintings, and I'll do. You know, they found out their ridership. Uh, they, they come with their ridership for July, and plus they had to cut it down because of COVID and all that. But um, so I just I did it for free. I just printed up cards for them, and it was basically a promotional thing for me and for them. So it kind of worked out both. Um, but you know, it just cost me a little bit to print up some free cards, and you know the, the paintings. You know, those just took me a little bit of time to do them. But now, uh, you know, they sell my they sell those that merchandise, the that same merchandise they sell it on. Uh, they're, they're now a client of mine, <laughs> um, so they'll sell that stuff on, uh, on their website. They're going to be doing a fundraising a fundraiser at the end of this month where they'll be, one of the things they'll be selling is those original paintings. And I did another original painting, which you saw when we first turned on. Uh, that's going to be a, a poster that they're going to sell for a fundraiser. And then at some point, the, the original painting itself will be up for sale. Uh, But that probably won't be for another year or so. But uh, yeah, I I love the trolley. The trolley and Clyde Warren Park are pretty much how I got my career started. So I I love doing anything that revolves around them. So yeah, the trolley is probably my biggest thing right now. And um, I think the original painting, I don't think we're going to even bother trying to sell it to the trolley anytime soon. So I'm going to Hang it up in origin kitchen and bar. I'm gonna hang it up there in probably a couple of weeks or so. So if okay. right now, right now I have a big text painting in there with a mask. So uh, but Yeah, I'll just uh, switch it out. And that's where but yeah, and next and, and to answer your question. Those are the big things I got going on now is the McKinney Avenue trolley and then the, the client who shall not be named yet. Uh, yeah, okay, well, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot more stuff will pop
0: up here, you know, as, uh, you know, we go, we're going to the holiday season. So I, I, I know you usually kill every year. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I appreciate you coming on and, uh, sharing, uh, sharing some of you and what makes you so awesome.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Everyone. Well,
0: that's it, listeners. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, for Eric Hansen for coming on today. Again, you can find Eric's work on erichansenart.com and at social media is at erichansenart. Till then, you guys stay creative.